This is episode nine of Bitches Love Brunch, and I'm your co-host, Courtney. Hey, everybody. It's Kiana. And we are glad to have y'all back this week. Um, I'm trying to think about what we talked about in episode eight. I believe we talked about the superwoman syndrome. Um, I thought that was a pretty good episode because I feel like it is a topic that a lot of women are facing right now and so it was kind of nice to just vent and talk about that and release what else did we talk about we talked we had two topics last week we talked about the super let me not act like i know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) she started off really well too y'all she started off really well like we talked about Mm -mm, that's a lie we was definitely going to try to finesse that and i couldn't i had nothing Okay, that's fine. We'll figure that out. So we talked about the superwoman syndrome and, oh, I think about um, black women in the workplace and, you know, they them really wanting to us, I say them like I'm not a black woman, um, wanting to achieve but having very little support to advance. So um, I th- Can we just talk about how sharp your memory is for a second? Like, I don't remember any of that until you just... Re- Everything you did was remind me. I feel like you're talking to our guests. But honestly, you are talking to me. And you were there. I forgot all that happened. You were there. I was right there. That's I fine, though. That. <laughs> That's fine. I wonder... We're going to have to go back and listen to see what you said to see if you were really present. <laughs> but whatever. No, but seriously. <laughs> So, we hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode. We did, and I think we're bringing um, another great episode to you all, um, especially because we got some listener feedback before we started the show. So, um, first, let's start with, uh, Kiana, are you drinking anything today? Yes, yes, I have some, um, what's it called, Tennessee Honey? Is that what it's called? No. American honey? It's not honey. Jack honey? No, it's not American honey. Jack honey, yes. Okay. That's what I have. I haven't drank this in a while. Okay. Um, Because usually I've been going for the uh, the crown. Okay. The crown apple. So, so of the honeys, Jack. of the Jack honey, Tennessee honey, and American honey, which one is your favorite? I got to go with my boy Jack. He never lets me down. Okay. That's fair. I'm going to go ahead with the American honey on that one. You've always said that. Always. Because it's not like super sweet, but it's, you know, it's enough for me to just sip on it straight. I need a mixer, you know, maybe a little side of ginger ale, but, but you also know that I'm all, I've always been a fan of the crown royal. Like you can never go wrong with that. So I think the crown apple trumps the, um, the honey, the little honey series. Ooh, crown apple is just a little too sweet for me. I love crown apple. Now I won't try no vanilla or nothing like that, but I love. I just crown feel apple. like because I'm a loyal customer and patron of the Crown Royal brand, I have to try the vanilla. I'm not sure if I'm gonna love it, but I do have to try it just because it's Crown. But I think if I had to choose one in the Crown series. Outside of the original, I would probably go with the maple. I think the maple is pretty good. Oh, I've never, I've never had the maple. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the bags and boxes are different colors, so you know, I like that as well. You know, I collect a good crown bag, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So I don't think I'm gonna be drinking anything tonight. We'll see. Maybe on a break, I'll go grab some American honey, but we'll see. As of right now, I am not drinking. Okay, and I'm not judging you. And also, guys, <laughs> it was it was it was Courtney's birthday yesterday. Aww. She don't like attention, but it was Courtney's birthday, so maybe she's recovering. So I'll give you that pass. <laughs> so oh, happy goodness. birthday, Courtney! I did not see that coming. Thank you. You did. Well, You're when this drops, it would have been like two weeks later. But whatever. I appreciate the love. Um. Yeah, I didn't do too much drinking. You know, I probably should have kept that to myself. I had an awesome birthday. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We'll talk about that later in the show. 
All right, Kiana, are you going to, you're going to share the good news with us today, right? Yes, I have the quote for this episode. And so, um, let me just premise this by saying, Cordy and I are Christians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes it may not sound like it, but um, we really do practice. uh, I have a great relationship with the Lord, okay? Don't question it. (laughs) So, um, this quote actually this week is actually going to come from the Bible. Amen. Um, it is coming right. So, um, yeah, all fellow Christians, feel feel free to pass out. I mean, open up your book, your good books, or open up your app. Um, come with me to Ephesians five twenty five through thirty. All right. And the words. No, actually, I want to start at twenty two. Okay. Twenty two through thirty. It says, "For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord." And I'm also sorry, I'm reading in from the N- the NLT. Okay. Case anybody yes, like, that's this necessary. sounds really that, modern. That sounds that's, right. that's necessary. All right. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. And we are all members of his body. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reader of this word. Come on now. Thank you. Yes. Come on. So, um, with that being said, right, wasn't that a good word, though? It was. When I read it, I was like, come on. <laughs> Sometimes you need that reminder. You do. You do. That, um... Um, I guess, I guess we can say like that biblical reference is something that I can personally say, and I I can speak for Courtney and saying this wholeheartedly. Um, when we are wise, we follow the book of the book of God. (laughs) Um, and that's, that's the kind of relationship that we're talking about and that we're going to base today's topic off of. So it may sound like heavy right now, but it's going to get fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna get it's gonna get fun, um, and the, we got this topic. I was scrolling on Instagram today, um, <laughs> and there was a man asking someone. He said his wife won't submit to him and won't allow him to be the man of the house. And he also said, "I think it's because she was raised without a father and around very headstrong women." In your opinion, can I turn things around? And what the person said pretty much was that submission is required on both ends. And so Courtney and I went to our social media pages and opened them up for comments. And we wanted to know what people thought about being submissive to their men. um, And also what men thought about being submissive to women. And furthermore, I think I'm really curious to know... When does this submission start? Is it start at the dating stage, or is this only appropriate for your husband? Because <laughs> that's what that's what the book says. It didn't say boyfriend, it didn't say fiance. It says husband and wife. So it's loaded today, and Courtney, I'm excited. I am too because this is <laughs> this is a topic that I have been in many debates about before. So when Kiana sent me this post, I was like. Yep, this is a good one. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's... Do you want to start off from when should submission start? How, what do you, how do you think we should do it? So, I'm going to start with this. I don't know how you want to start, but I want to start with this in terms of what you just said. <laughs> you don't know how I want to do it, but you're going to start. But this is what I'm okay, going to cool. um, Right. What you just said is the foundation and the primary point. I feel like there are often conversations about submission to men or women submitting to men when the context comes from the Bible. 
And people have turned this conversation into something so much more loosely translated and not taking it back to where the topic even originated from. And so back to your point of, and which is why we chose the scripture today as the quote that it is talking about women and wives submitting to their husbands. Like you said, not um, me submitting to the guy that I'm in a situationship with. Like, that's not that's not what it was intended for. Now, should there be a point in which you determine if you should be submitting to somebody or, you know, if they're worthy of submitting to? Absolutely. I feel like that is hap- that's happening and is discovered in the dating and courting process. But you're not automatically just going to get my submission because you are a man. That's just my take on it. What do you think, Kiana? Where do you I want to agree. Start? Um, I think we're both on two different pages today, but we okay. can we can marry these together. We can marry these together. We can do it. Um, another thing I want to pinpoint: not only are we speaking of wives and husbands, but let's not forget a lot of people often, often forget, far too often forget. That the man is supposed to be submissive to his wife as well. Exactly. The man is supposed to love his wife as if, what does it say? Love his wife as, as God loves, loves his church. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't submissive to Christ, then how aren't you? If you're submissive to Christ, then you have to be submissive to the church and the church is the wife. Exactly. Right? No, agreed. Yes. So, um, a lot of people only look at this as, you know, women got to be submissive to their man. And that's all you hear. But what about when the man has to be submissive to his wife? So, um, I think there might be a part one and a part two to this. Because I think we need some males (laughs) Um, to talk about that part. But we can speak about, you know, dating and, you know, when that actually turns. I mean, well, Courtney already addressed it. Like, you can use your discretion um, in your relationship. And decide when it's time to really start that submissive role in your significant relationship. Me, I believe that there's like there's like crumbs that you leave just to make sure that the I was about to say that the N word, but that the man <laughs> gets <laughs> to like the meal. Like you have to make sure that he's worthy. There's certain tests and things that people go through in relationships. And those will let you know where he stands and it'll let you know what kind of leader he is. And you want your man. Oh, my gosh. Ladies. <laughs> I don't have a man right now. I know. But when I get into one, it's going to be a serious relationship. I'm not looking just to date, just just to date. You know what I'm saying? But that man has to be a leader because he's not only leading me. He's leading my kids. He's leading our grandkids. There's generations that come behind us. It's bigger than us. And it's a representation of yourself as well. Right, and once you feel like that man is that man in your life that can lead you in generations and generations to come, then yes, I believe in fully submitting. But I guess let's talk about what submission looks like. That's the funny thing because it's like people think it's like, girl, sit your ass down. And sometimes it's not that. (laughs) Well, let me just say I agree too that um, it's about character traits. But I, I believe the first sign of knowing whether this is somebody that you could potentially marry and see yourself submitting to um, one way or the other, either for the man or the woman, is if they are submitting to the church. Because that, that, was, the, that was like the number one thing. Like, if you're not submitting to the church, then to me, you're automatically disqualified. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe that's a little too cut and dry, but for me and my perspective... That has to, and I'm not saying that you have to be like super warrior for the Lord, but to to know that you have some relationship with God, you understand what it means to submit to the church, you understand what it means to love Christ and that you have a passion for the Lord and you have your own personal relationship with him, um, then that's a start to me. But if that's not there, I feel like that's the basis of that submission piece. And if that's not there, that's going to be hard for me to follow you because you don't have that connection to begin with. And not to say that you can't get there, but that's just going to make it harder for me to want to follow you if if that is the foundation of what it means to submit or the requirement, so to speak. 
Now, what was your question? I apologize. I did go on a tangent. No, but I have more to add to that tangent. Okay. Because just because a man goes to church doesn't necessarily mean that he's submitting to God. Oh, no. Not at all. I need, I need to actually... Not only do you need to be a man of Christ, your life... I'm not saying... Nobody's Jesus, and I don't expect people to be God. I don't think that a man will be my savior. I don't think that he'll rid me from all the things that I don't enjoy about being single. Like, that's stuff that you got to work on on your own. But I do think... That is not enough for me just to say, like, you got to be a Christian and go to church in order for me to truly believe that you are submitting to God. You have to. There's some things in your life that need to reflect that. Absolutely. There's some actions that go behind that. And the action just ain't Sunday morning. Absolutely. You know, um, how strong is your prayer life? I need somebody that's going to cover me. Amen to that. I need somebody that's going to cover me. I can cover me, but when it's me and my family, I expect an our leader to come in and do that. And that's, I mean, those those are even expectations that that sometimes you even have in your friendships. And I know that's, you know, not necessarily the topic, but like, I want to be covered on all fronts. Like you said, I can pray for myself, but I want to be, but I also want, I want you to know that I'm covering you too. You know what I mean? I'm praying for you too. Like, we need all the blessings flowing. Okay. <laughs> We and and that needs to like you said that has to be like a that has to be a day to day walk that doesn't just mean that to me that you know you're saying oh I believe in God and so that automatically makes you um, worthy of being submissive too not at all like there right. has or to, I pray over the food right. and that's it like no, no. what's your relationship I need you to be a prayer warrior I need you to know how you know I need to know that Jesus is on the main line with you. Okay, <laughs> dial them up, whatever you got to do. So, um, back to your point. What was my oh, my question was, um, what does submission look like? I got to go first on that. <laughs> we can tag team it. Okay. This is a this is a good topic and it's also heavy. It's kind of, and and we don't have the rules for everything. Everybody right. can use your own discretion when it comes to your own dating life. Whatever works for you works for you. We saying what works for us. And if anybody out there who interested, this is what works for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just so you know. Prerequisite. Hint, hint. Cause I'm single. <laughs> okay. Listen. <laughs> let me stop. I'm single. <laughs> and if you inquiring. Just no. No, I'm just joking, kind of. Um, what does submission look like? You, <laughs> I think we kind of mentioned this before, but um, sometimes, I'm not saying that this is the only time, um, but sometimes it is about, you know what? Be quiet and let your man lead. Trust your man. Oh, I thought lead. you was about to hit us with one of the um seventy t- the seventy two and ten rules. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me to shut the hell up. Mm-mm. I mean, kinda, but no. I mean, here's my thing about submission in that aspect, not just about, you know, be quiet and let your man lead, but like you know, men have egos and I feel like they need to be stroked. And if you don't yeah, trust your do. if you don't trust your man to lead, if you don't build his confidence in leading um, you're not strengthening strengthening him in that area. So you have to, you know, I, look, if my man does something and, you know, I re- and because it's hard for me sometimes to let go and, you know, let somebody else take control, but if they do something, it's Ooh. like, you know, babe, you know, you really you knocked that one out the park. You know what I mean? You know, I let you run with that. Not I let you, but, you know, you ran with that and you got us to where we needed to be. But, like, you have to kind of sometimes to me, take a step back and trust them in what they're doing and trust them in what they're saying because you don't know everything as a woman. And I know sometimes I like to think that I do or that I have to have it all together. Um, And because I like things done in a certain way that, you know, somebody may not be as capable of doing this task or getting us through this venture or this experience, whatever it may be. Sometimes you just have to show them that you trust them. And I feel like that's a part of submission too. Um, so that they can continue to lead. I feel like if you don't do that, then it's it's kind of discouraging them from doing from leading. 
I agree. Um, and that can be with like big things and small things. Whether it be your husband is like you want a new appliance in the house and your husband is like, hey, probably not the dishwasher for us. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like those are small things and you do have to trust his leadership. In addition to that, there's huge things. Like if your husband feels like y'all need to relocate, that's your husband. That's not your boyfriend. You Mm -hmm. can, you can make a good case, but if your husband sees fruition, in another place for you and your family, you have to follow him. And following him. Because I'm not telling you, you to follow your boyfriend right. across the country. I'm telling you to, and and it makes good sense. I'm not telling you to follow me into the end of the earth. And the, what just because his this because he's your husband that makes his word all just like intelligent. Men do crazy things too. And if it makes sense, if it makes perfect sense for you and your family, go right. I also think that um. Submission is about, mm, I just completely lost my thought and I was going to try to do what you did earlier and just like muster my way through that, but <laughs> I can't even fake the fuck. <laughs> so, so I'm another gonna... thing I will say that starts submission early for me, I know that was going to be a big thing for me um, when it does come time for that. It's submission in spiritual guidance. Yes. <laughs> Um, following my fiance, cause I'll do it when I get to that level, but joining my fiance's church, that is going to be so difficult for me Ooh, to leave where I worship yes. to go where he does. That's submission. But so I, so to your point, I remember what I was going to say. I feel like submission is also about knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses. So, mm-hmm. so say you all are dating and you get engaged and you both have, you know, church homes, you know, that you've been attending, you may take turns going to each church, but, um, maybe somebody has a stronger connection to one church or the other, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the husband, you know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel like, you know, we shouldn't go to my church just because he's leading. You know, and that might be something that he feels more comfortable letting me lead on, whether it's the church selection, whether it's the bills, whether it's relocating. Like, I feel like you have to know each other's strengths and weaknesses and know where one person leads stronger than the other. I agree. And um, that also goes playing into each other's strengths. Like, let's take aside like gender gender roles Mm -hmm. like if you if the woman is stronger in finances then you submit to her in that area Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there's there's just certain things that i think that we've we've gotten to these gender constraints too which also makes us think that you have to submit and pigeonhole you to that gender role and that's not necessarily true a man can also submit to his wife in the areas that she excels in or the areas that he, I mean, just trusts her in. I completely agree. Um, I feel like society, because of the, the gender norms that society places on us, I feel like that also leads to the struggles of figuring out and determining like what to submit to and what not to submit to because we're so confined in those roles or people feel like they should be so confined to those roles that it's just like, well, you take out the trash or you need to lead us in all finances because you make the most money and you're the man. Um, but you may make all the money, but you may not manage your money well. So why would we be foolish about that? You know? So I think Or for instance, like if you know how people think that the man should just pray over all the food. Mm-hmm. And some sometimes Usually when you see that happen, it's the man. But what happened if your wife a preacher? Don't you want the preacher to pray? I also feel like that's a whole different topic, too, though, because, you know, there are some people that um, believe that women should not be leading the church. So that's a whole that's a whole different piece to me. You know what I mean? Well, well um... We'll take that. But I see, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, wh- what if your wife is a spiritual leader? You know what I mean? So why would you, why would why would it be only up to the husband to be praying over the food or whatever? So I get your point. Okay. Like I said before, we open it up on our social media pages. So let's hear what some 
of our lovely guests had to say. I'm Courtney. You want to go first? Yes, I will go first. Um, I won't mention the person, but I I um take somebody directly because I was interested to hear uh his perspective about this topic, and so um I won't read his entire message, but um the gist of it was based off of the question of can can this guy turn things around back to that um post that Kiana saw, you know, struggling this this guy, this husband struggling with his wife submitting to him, how does he turn these things around? And so it was interesting to hear his perspective because he jumped right in from the assumption that the husband was worthy of submitting to. And and so I brought this up to him because I thought it was funny just off of the simple fact that it just shows how men and women look at things a little bit differently. Um, because I responded to him and let him know, I was like, I, you know, I really think it's funny that you assume that he was worthy of submitting to. Um, and just that my initial response from it was that I just got a little bit more defensive. Like, well, what do you mean that this is because, you know, she was without a father and she had very headstrong women, you know, in her life. So I was a little bit more defensive about it, whereas he was just like, "Mm, probably a little bit more logical. (laughs) and was just like, well, you know, you may be able to turn some things around, but it may be temporary. Um, Right. Because people are just going to be who they are. Um, And so I was like, you know, that's a really good point. He was just talking about how there's, you know, the, the potential to revert because people are people and that's just what we do, you know, you tend to revert back to your habits. Um, But he also mentioned that there may be a chance because, you know, if that guy, kind of how we spoke about earlier, you know, if said husband got them through this major event, like buying a house um, and got them through that, that event safely, you know, that might begin to build the trust for the woman. And so you might slowly be able to build trust that way. Um, but just bottom line, <laughs> well, he also mentioned that it may be even harder when you have a hard headed person. And so at some point in that, in that tech conversation, I was like, oh, I might be one of those hard headed people, but I really, just, <laughs> I really just thought it was interesting that he really went into it with a positive assumption. And I went into it with, you know, not necessarily negative, but I questioned it a little bit more. So, yeah. That's really interesting. That's a really interesting take on it. Let's see. What, what comments and feedback did you get? Mostly everybody was saying that um, it has to come from both parties. But I'll share what Angela, that's literally like how her name is read, <laughs> 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 on Instagram. She said, there's a huge difference between submission and allowing someone to walk all over you. Sometimes it seems like many women don't understand that difference. Either either they allow themselves to be walked over or they avoid submission because they don't want to seem weak. In healthy relationships, both parties have to submit to each other and pick their battles. I love it. I think I actually I went to your page. I do too. I think I actually went to your page and liked the comment. Um... Yeah, I love it. I was like, spot on. I don't know why we struggle with that in terms of, like, oh, am I going to be weak for submitting? Like, I don't know why we struggle with that. That confused. And and I, I say that, like, I'm including myself with that. Like, why would we, why would you be deemed weak just because you are submitting to your husband? Right. There's. I don't think there's anything weak about it. I think that um, probably one of the most beautiful things that um, I follow somebody on Instagram and they constantly remind you that like marriage in relationships is constantly dying to yourself for another person. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally dying to yourself for another person. And that takes a lot of strength to get rid of the things that you love, the things that so many just nuances about you you those things have to die to you in order to make that work you have to submit to somebody to do that that takes a lot of strength 
You got to walk away from those selfish ways. You have to walk away from what you taught yourself when you were single. Those things don't really work anymore. You have to learn about compassion. You have to learn about communicating. You got to learn about empathizing with people. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot that you have to relearn about yourself. So you it literally is. do have to die to yourself. But I also think it 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 leads to a better and a healthier relationship because once you realize that you don't have to carry all of that by yourself, that's what a partner is for. Um, right. I think so, time, so, so many times we are trying to remain strong and remain in this, you know, this capacity of strength because of the ideas that society has put on us, even going back to that, you know, superwoman syndrome, that we don't know how to let things go sometimes. And it's just like, if you took a moment to trust the partner that you're with, and you can release those things, I feel like it creates a healthier you and then a healthier you for your relationship. Um, you don't have to carry that burden alone anymore. It does. And who's to say that, like, you're not dying to yourself to create, like, a terrible person. You're coming out a better person. Right. You're dying to, dying to yourself to release some things, to build upon right. those things, and, and make room for other things. Make room for other blessings, other gifts, um, other strengths. This stayed deeper than I thought it would. <laughs> this was. I just, I just want to point that out because we told y'all it was going to get fun, but it really did stay deeper and it than did. I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. And I'm so sorry I said that. Yeah, she set y'all up. <laughs> and dear. So, yeah, it got deep, but at the same time, I was just like, this is going to be a really fun topic. I mean, because it's engaging. So maybe it's not as fun as the other stuff we talked about. That's okay. You'll learn here too. Um, <laughs> and maybe we'll get some of this after we drop this episode, but I would really love to hear more from um, the married couples and how how they balance that submission. You know what I mean? I would love to hear you know people talk about what they have let go of and released to their partner and vice versa. You know? Yeah. I would love to hear that yeah. because... You know, right now we're in that perspective of singleness. Um, and so I can do nothing but prepare myself for when that time comes. I can say so. that um, my married friends are so transparent with me and I appreciate mm-hmm. them for that. So even when I, I ask them stuff like that, like, what was your biggest adjustment after getting married? Because that means you have to, what did you have to like work around? And some people mm-hmm. are so honest and it's so, and honestly, you think that it's going to be terrible, but it is so funny and freeing. <laughs> so like talking to them about the things that they really had to adjust, like brought out better versions of them. And it was just, it's hilarious. It is hilarious, but it's also like very encouraging. Like, okay, it one is, day I like, don't have can... to do this shit all by myself. Exactly. Like, that's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. To have somebody to do life with and, like, and and let go of some stuff. Trust me, I would love to let go half of this rent. <laughs> I will submit to that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I bet you would. Anybody would, for real. Nobody likes paying rent. I don't know a person on the other end of this podcast that's like, I'm happy to write my rent check every month. You are a liar. Nice. You are an absolute liar <laughs> like for what <laughs> right i got i got an attitude every time i write that check right. and i'll be trying to make myself stay at home those weekends i'll be like you know you didn't pay to stay here you're gonna stay in this <laughs> right. house <laughs> right you're gonna stay in this house live in it relish it right like girl you're gonna get your money's worth folks i'm talking about so. be going uh half on a baby i'm like no let's go half on this rent <laughs> on this rent <laughs> <laughs> You can keep that. Uh, you keep that baby for now. <laughs> Cause your ass may be sleep when that baby crying. I'd be pissed. That right. ain't half on a baby. No, that is not half on a baby. Can we split? Can we split? Um, the nine months we can't do that. No, you it's can't. Not half on a baby. <sighs> Goodness, rent. Anywho, sorry. Okay, what other um, what other comments did you get? Let's see. Let's see. I had one. From a friend who sent me a direct message. Actually, let's go to our page. 
what did the listeners have to say? I can't seem to work my phone, y'all. I'm sorry. You can't do what? Seem to work my phone. Okay, so we have one from Alexandria P, which is my homegirl. Um, <laughs> I feel submission from both sexes is healthy. Being able to submit to your man and trust him to lead you is very powerful. However, knowing that you have a partner who considers you his equal and can trust you can lead no can trust you can lead when it's fitting is also very important. I also agree with that. I feel like people <laughs> I do want to share one comment that I got on my page because I thought it was hilarious and I bust out laughing when I saw this. But what I was gonna say was that I feel like um, for the most part, a lot of the comments that we got were very positive and I appreciated that, you know, it wasn't a lot of, um, bashing, but I did get one comment. Um, <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> so, and she, I think she had the same, um, perspective that I did initially, but her response to to the post, the same one about, you know, the question about, you know, how can I turn this around? And so this, and I'm only mentioning her because uh, it was public as well, but this comes from K underscore Y, as in the word Y, W-H-Y underscore C. And she said, maybe she doesn't submit because you couldn't lead her out of a, pra- out of a paper bag. I was <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> she know him? <laughs> I know. I was like, one, does she know him personally? Um, but I thought that was hilarious. But back to our points earlier, you know, you do have to really, you know, take take into consideration the piece about, like, this is your husband. So I would have hoped that prior to you marrying him, that you would have determined <laughs> if he was somebody that you should submit to. But when I saw that comment, I died. Girl, can't even walk you down the street. Right. Could that is funny. Kitchen. Hilarious. Hilarious. That is so funny. I did have another guy respond to me. Um, and this is from an anonymous person. <laughs> and he said submit to the relationship not the individual that goes for both parties that's interesting that's very interesting I was like hmm I never thought about it like that Mm, that is interesting and I really feel like I I need time to let that marinate I kind of agree. Did you I respond like, back to this person? What was your response? Yeah, but it had it had nothing to do with that. It was like, don't text <laughs> me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. It was like, don't text me. Leave your comment on Instagram. It's one of my entitled <laughs> friends that I posted about. Y'all, <laughs> my friends are terrible. Like, if you listen to the podcast... Enjoy the podcast. They be texting me the whole time they be listening to the podcast. I'm like, y'all, I don't remember what you're talking about. And they get upset. And then I'm like, post the stuff on Instagram or send us a direct message. They call me. That is funny. Or text me. And I'm just like, y'all, follow what it says on Instagram. They don't care. I mean, I do feel that. One, because... Y'all do have to understand that this is a podcast. We want to be interactive with you guys, like, and we want other people to be interactive with you. So commenting on the post or even just sending a direct message to us is best. Um, but I really would have been interested to see how that conversation would have continued on between you and whoever. Um, yeah, I thought so, it was a really interesting concept. Okay, so tell me why you agree. Um, just because mentally, I think that people have a hard time wrapping their mind around doing this for somebody else. Okay. Um, you know, like, am I doing this for just this woman? I mean, honestly, it's your husband, but (laughs) some people don't look at marriage the same way that we look at marriage. You got to realize that too. Um, we hold a lot of value 
on the role of being husband and wife. A lot of people don't. And so sometimes they may look at it as this, you know, it's this person I'm with for the rest of my life. But I don't know how I feel about dying to another human being. What happened if this person, they might have issues and it may just be easier for them to conceptualize like they're doing it for their relationship and not necessarily that one person and that it benefits both people. But if you're doing it for the relationship, are you not doing it for the person? You are. This is literally <laughs> just the way for people who mind, like their framework doesn't work the way that ours does. Okay, so <laughs> keeping in mind of how our framework operates, I guess that still leads me to ask you, like, why do you agree then if your framework is not the same as the person that sent this to you? I do Hello? agree with him. I know, so I'm asking, like, but why? Knowing that your framework may be different. Well, let's fir- let's first clarify that. Let's clear that up. Do you feel like your framework is different than than this anonymous commenter? <laughs> yes, <laughs> just because I put a <laughs> I put a higher value on being a husband and a wife. So me saying I can submit to the person. I can understand that for somebody who doesn't put that high of a value in calling them husband and wife. Maybe it's just their significant. Maybe they don't believe in marriage. So with that being said, it's not necessarily and I'm just trying to understand here. It's not necessarily that you agree with the, with the comment, but you understand. I can the see what I can understand why their perspective is the way that it is. Gotcha. Um, so for you personally, though. Is it about submitting to the relationship or is it about submitting to the person? For you. I think it's both. Okay. (laughs) I think it's both. And to be honest, I'm really just a little perplexed by the comment and not, not that I think it is wrong or that I disagree. I think for me, it's just, it takes a little bit more processing because I'm like, I don't necessarily separate the two. Like right. the relationship is the person and the person is the relationship. And I feel like if I am going to um, be in a relationship with somebody and have a marriage with someone, um, at some point you do find your ways to submit to the person for, again, for the betterment of the relationship, for the betterment of the union. Um, and so I feel like if you take out, if you remove the person aspect from the relationship, you're missing, you're missing the connector. You're missing the connection to it all because there is no relationship without the other person. Right. So, but that's just my take on it. I'm, and that's why I was like, mm, I would really have to let that marinate for a minute because my perspective is just a little different. Mm-hmm. But so that was that was right. an interesting comment. Shout out to them for you know <laughs> throwing a wrench in it. Shit, no. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> And let's just hope that they listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's hope that so they even that? listen to the show. We over here shouting people out. Maybe right. They listen. So, yeah, that wraps up our segment of <laughs> our guests and their comments. We really appreciate y'all for taking the time out to comment, too. I think that this will make you know, our conversations, you know, open up a lot more and just hear for, just to hear from you and to challenge me and Courtney, like Courtney said, like that perspective, that's different from ours. It is. And that's what we're here it's for. Different. Like, and that, and that, and that challenges you. And so, um, yeah. And especially because Kiana and I know that we, in a lot of ways we could agree on, agree on things. And so to have people, you know, that was the whole point. Like, we wanted to start expanding and become more, like we said earlier, become more interactive with you guys. So please continue to comment, challenge the processes with us, challenge um, our thoughts, and, and do all of that. So shout out to shout out to everybody that left us a comment, sent us a text message, even though they weren't supposed to or gave us a call. <laughs> um, shout out to y'all for you know just engaging with us. We appreciate it. 
Okay. Yes, you guys are great. So I feel like you had another question earlier in the show um, about submission, but I could be wrong. I think I did, but I don't really remember. You know, my memory is terrible. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know why I went there. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> the dead beginning of the show, Courtney. It was. So, well, I have a question. At what point do you feel like you should start um, submitting? Did we go over that already? I can't remember, but I'm curious to know from you. Sort of, but I guess I didn't give my perspective. Me personally, um, I'll probably start submitting when I when you start to unveil your leadership skills. Okay. And that's not just like um, you taking the reins on where we about to go to the movies. Or picking a movie, like <laughs> I mean, like really leading me in in a different direction, or not in a different direction, but in a positive direction. I see me seeing my life becoming fruitful from the things that I've listened to you. Amen. Okay, I'll you know, I'll shout out to that. I'll start to submit then. What about you? I would have to agree. I think. I will begin submitting or feel comfortable with the idea of submitting when you begin to show those characteristics as well, those leadership characteristics. And like you said, it can't be um, just the dumb shit. Like, I'm not talking about choosing where we're going to go to eat tonight. Like, I mean, though some of that is great because... I appreciate when a guy can, especially when I'm dating, I can appreciate a guy who can take the lead on some things. Kiana, I can't remember if we discussed this or not on um, the show, but I know we have definitely discussed this like in our personal conversations about, I need a man that's going to check me. <laughs> like, get me right and oh, together. Yeah. Um, that will probably be... Because I fly off the hinges. Honey, <laughs> I will fly off the hinges if you let me, Okay. Um, and I don't want to be with somebody that would let me do that, that would allow me to do that. You know, sometimes I may need to be put in my place, but as long as I know that it's coming from a place of love, a place of respect, and a place of wanting to see me do better, that's attractive. And that's going to make me look at you a little different, like, okay, I need to step my game up right. because you're requiring me to step my game up. Um, so when I start seeing those traits and that's why, you know, I joke about it, not necessarily being somebody who can choose a place to go, but I can appreciate somebody that will take the lead and just saying, look, um, we're going on a date tonight. Let me know what time you're free. Other than that, you know, this is what I have planned for us. I'm not saying that those are like the basics. Those are the bare minimums that, that is not what is going to get me walking down the aisle that if you propose to me the next day, that would not get an automatic yes. But some of those leadership, basic leadership traits, um, they definitely stand out. And when you can continue to build on them and be consistent with those traits, um, that's even more of a reason for me to want to submit and be more willing to submit because you are consistent with your actions. Consistency is key. And stepping up is key. Consistency is definitely key. Stepping up is key. Like, you can't just, you can't be passive in your leadership. Like, you got you have to step up. I don't want to spoon feed you everything. Right. I just can't spoon feed you everything. Because you, I, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm a firm believer in both men and women know how to be in a relationship. It's just about whether you're willing to do it for the person that you say you want to be with. And when you step up and show up, that makes a world of a difference. But if you're not doing that, I'm not I'm not about to be in a passive relationship. We're not going to do that. Passive relationship, situationship, marriage, that leads to nothing. That's not fun. So step up, show up. Oh, shoot. I'm over here making noises and whatnot. I apologize to the listeners. Um, I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's when I would start submitting. So probably very similar to you. Okay, I think that's fair. What else you got for us this week? I don't got no more questions, so we can <laughs> we can roll to the um, 
That's all you got? Okay. <laughs> Two last calls. Yeah, that's all I have. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, tips. Tips, tips, tips. Do you have your tip? Um, or I can start off? Yeah, you can start. So I'm going to give my tip to none other than the man himself. The great one himself. Jay-Z. Y'all, I went to the 444 concert and lost my everlasting mind. Like, I, <laughs> I had a fucking ball, to say the least. Like, if I am, I am a really big Jay-Z fan. I love Jay-Z. Um, and that was, like, my first. So, I had only seen him once before that. I saw him when he was with Beyonce. Because I don't go to rap concerts. I don't like rap concerts because they yell at you. And I'm just like, I can hear you clearer. <laughs> I can hear them clearer on the radio. And I, I can yell louder than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, you don't even sound the same because you yelling. Your mouth is all on the microphone. I just don't like rap concerts. Um, but I was like, man, this CD was just so powerful. I have to see him again by himself and not with my sister. So oh I was like, I was like, oh my God, this con- that concert, he put on a show. A show, and I think that it is almost safe to say. I don't know if he if it's really true, but I really believe that might be his last tour. What? Yes, he's forty eight. He just turned forty eight yesterday. I know. Yeah, three I know little kids. Time. <laughs> he he left it all out on that stage. From old school songs to slow songs, I had never seen Jay Z like that before. You think this is it for Jay-Z? I think it might be. It's funny. I don't see him coming out with no other material. Wow. He don't need to. He doesn't. At this point. He doesn't need to, but that's just like, that's just like Lauren Hill. She, she doesn't need to do anything else ever if she didn't want to, because the miseducation of Lauren Hill was enough. But if she did... Right, but she got to pay them taxes back. She does. That's why she doing that, that. That's the difference between her and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> so right. her, that's the difference between her and Jay-Z. But if she does, and if Jay-Z did, like, we would be here for... We would at least, we would at least want to hear it. Like, we're at least going to tune but you, in. No, I don't think that is because of lack of support. I think it's, he's done, like... Everybody's always going to root for Jay, always. But I feel like this was a great body of work. This is a, a piece that he can hang his career up on. Like he can walk away. He got three little kids. He not gonna be doing um, reunion tours. He not one twelve. <laughs> he he and Beyonce don't even like to be in the spotlight. So if he doesn't have to be, he's not going to. He got enough money. He don't have to do nothing else. He's not going to. He really didn't have His to do wife anything. Can still perform. He really didn't have to do anything else before before this. Well, I take that back. He. I don't think that was after Magna Carta. Yes, this was after Magna yes. Carta. And it's funny you say that because maybe about six months ago, I read an article about how about Jay Z and just because you know he had may had already reached his peak and you know some of his later albums were just not up to par for some like I'm always you're always gonna love Jay-Z like you always have to respect Jay-Z right like he's he's one of the greatest um but people just kind of felt then based on this article people just kind of felt then like okay maybe it's time for him to hang it up you know what I mean even even after you know that that album with um Kanye oh rest in peace to their friendship but I don't know. Like, I agree that he doesn't have like to do anything else. I feel else. like what else can he rap about? He can't rap about this shit again. He ain't cheating no more. <laughs> 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 he not. Nigga had a whole CD, a whole tour. Like, the world hated him. He's not going to cheat again. And he not about to keep rapping about the president. And, I mean, you make a statement like that. And then after that, you'll... People are looking for actions. Like, they're not looking for more music about the same shit. They're looking for you to do something about it. You're right. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. 
I do think though. I just don't know what his next album could be about, and I feel like this is the perfect way to leave. I feel like this would. I don't know any other way for him to leave. I I kind of agree. I kind of agree, but I I almost would expect something else from him, not just off of GP, but because like if we were in another situation, another time where things were not necessarily you know Trump era or something like that, or you know really pro-black right now when everybody's on this, you know, wave of being woke and all of that. Um, But are you really woke? But I feel like Jay-Z has seen a lot in his 48 years. Um, And things could pop up again. And I would almost expect Jay-Z to drop something else just because, like, he... Because of his position in hip-hop, like... I want to hear you speaking about this shit. I want to hear you out here with Kendrick and the rest of them continue to spit about current events and everything that's going on. So, like, if you just, if he just sat by and didn't say anything, I would kind of be disappointed in that. I want him to do it, too. I just don't need a whole body of work of him doing that again. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I don't necessarily disagree, but part of me is like, I'm kind of hoping that it's not it for jay-z i still i still got a little faith i hope in that him. i hope that is not it for him but i would be damn happy if he ended on this high okay so yeah my tip go out to him and i mean since him and his wife already got so much of my money um <laughs> i guess i gave you like 30, like 30. <laughs> um my tip isn't going to jay-z but shout out to him because we share the same birthday and i listened to december 4th Every year on my birthday because why not? <laughs> it's Jay Z. Um, my tip is going to go to my tip is going to go to Bridgeway Academy. Bridgeway Academy is a nonprofit organization um, here in Columbus that is geared toward. Um, it's a school for children with autism and other developmental behaviors. Um, I sit on their board. I was actually just, see, oh, you about to be mad. Dang. I always do this, but I sit on their board and I was actually just elected as, um, secretary of their board. Mm, mm, and mm, <laughs> I said you mm, was about to be mad. Mm, this, this mm, just happened last mm, week. Damn. Mm. I know. When your friends, this is the thing. And I will keep saying this. When your friends keep fucking embarrassing you like y'all not friends <laughs> in real life. We're not we're not just co-hosts and ho- co-hosts. Like we're friends. Mhm. Mm. 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 Go ahead. <laughs> I can't keep doing this with you. You're right. And I you know what? Keep embarrassing me. You're not going you're not going to keep embarrassing me. Don't know why you feel embarrassed, but um, yeah, I got nothing for that. Like you shouldn't feel embarrassed. I have not shared it with anybody. Well, congratulations, congratulations, Courtney. We're so proud of you. (laughs) But you're right. You should not keep finding out in this way when we're recording on a show, especially when we spent a good twenty minutes prior to the show and was like, okay, what other updates do we have before we start recording? And I forgot to Y'all, throw that out there. Y'all, it wasn't even like podcast. It was like personal right. stuff. Right. Like, let's just catch up real quick. But anywho, I'm giving my tip to Bridgeway Academy. Um, I am honored to be a part of that organization. On December 3rd, uh, they came to my birthday brunch and spoke to my friends and my family about the organization. So I really just appreciated them coming out and just kind of sharing their story about how they got started um, and allowing me to just kind of flourish in my role as a new board member with them. So shout out to Bridgeway Academy and all of the amazing work that they do. Um, if you want to know more about the organization, especially if you're here in Columbus, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, so they're going to get a 30% tip from me. Yay. Yay. Okay. What brunch spots you got? That was hard this week. Really? Um, the brunch spot I'm going to recommend. Um, I haven't been in a while, but I'm looking forward to it because the holidays are coming up and I'm going back to my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Um, I am going to shout out 
Fat Al, Big Al's, Big Al's. Okay. On Larchmere? Have you have you ever been? I haven't. Oh my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> it's like this little um it's not I wouldn't call it like a little hole in the wall. It's like a little mom and pop place like many Cleveland places are. Mm-hmm. But y'all, the pancakes are to die for. And they have um what do what are they called? It's like German German pancakes, like the potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. It's so good, Courtney. We'll have to go when you um, come back to Cleveland. But um, that is the brunch place that I'm going to recommend for those in Northeast Ohio on Lar- in, on Larchmere on the east side of Cleveland. It's funny. My brunch spot is also in Cleveland. Um, I know. And I was really excited. It was a really um, dope venue. It was actually the place I sent you pictures about. Um, it's called Chicago's Chicken and Waffles. It's on Prospect. I heard about that. I heard it was good. It was good. So I went a couple days after Thanksgiving with some of my friends, a.k.a. family. They know who they are. Um, But I'm shouting them out. Peaches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad that you really did. Shout out Peaches. there the day that Peaches was born. I know. I know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That was that was a night to remember. Anyway. Um, so much fun. But it is actually thanks to Peaches because she told us to come there. So I'm shouting them out because we get there and sitting down with my homeboy. We're, you know, waiting for, um, waiting to be waited on. And we're looking around and nobody has come and even given us water or anything yet, right? And so... <laughs> My homeboy is a little bit more, I won't call him ignorant, but okay, maybe a little bit more ignorant than I am. And so he was darting some looks across the room like, yo, when is somebody going to come provide us with some service? And so they caught on to it. They get over there and like, they're, you know, they're all apologetic and whatnot. Um, And they're taking our drink orders and they're like, you know what, for the wait, we apologize, you know, that, you know, you guys had to wait or whatever. Um, we're going to just go ahead and give you a complimentary bottle of champagne. And so I was like... Hands down, best brunch place I've ever heard of. <laughs> ever. <Not> point. <laughs> go ahead. Like, so me and my homeboy looked at each other like, cool, you ain't got to... You don't have to ask us twice. Just go ahead and bring that bottle over. And so they really just showed us some love. And that's... I'm, I'm really big, big on customer service. And so when you can redeem yourself in that way... Um, I'm all for it. So shout out to that bottle of champagne. Um, they were hosting their first brunch that day, and I think it was pretty successful for them. And then they also have this drink called Duce Mafia and Honey. Mm. It comes out with um with the smoke on top, and when I tell you, and it has a jalapeno in it. But when I tell you, it was one of the best what? drinks that I've ever had, and I never had Duce before. So. Oh, you know that's Duce drink. He's I gonna know. Have Duce soon. I know. I think he even messaged me when I posted about it, and he was like, "It's only right. Like it's only right." <laughs> so I haven't. Had, I think I've had Duce once. It's smooth. It, I haven't had it straight. So, but I assumed that it was smooth based on this drink. Hands down, one of the best drinks that I have ever had, and I've had a lot of drinks. So, shout out to Chicago. Chicken <laughs> and- <laughs> Chicken I've had a lot of drinks. I've had a lot of drinks. Not right now in this moment, but over the span of some years, I, you know, I have dibbled and dabbled. So, hands down, one of the best drinks that I've ever had. So, shout out to them. Did you enjoy the brunch food? The food was good. Um, the food was good. It was like... I can't necessarily give it a five star, but you're not going to be like, oh, this was nasty. Like, send my food back. I know that's a, you know, a wide range, but it was good. It wasn't like, I don't want this and I will never eat there again. No, I wouldn't go back just for the service. Like, I would go back for the food, the drinks, the service, all of it. And it's a, the venue, they've only been there like a year and the venue is really nice as well. Okay. Might be on my list when I head home. Yep. 
And don't forget our food tour that we need to do because I still need to get my Polish boy and my Kim's wings and a corned beef sandwich. Oh, girl, you know it's going down when we get to Cleveland for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get back home. Cannot wait. Me either. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I might get to the airport super early. <laughs> okay. I think that is all the news that we have for y'all this week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. As always, follow, like, comment, DM us. Don't text us. Um, like and comment. <laughs> don't text me. <laughs> now y'all can text us, but when we ask y'all to comment no. and post, <laughs> do it there. Do it on the social media. Um, like and comment and follow us on SoundCloud. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. All that good stuff. You got anything yes. else Thank for the y'all. listeners today? Nope. We just appreciate y'all. Hope y'all Thanksgivings was well. <laughs> Happy holiday. You petty. <laughs> you are so petty. Okay, y'all. Follow us. Stay tuned. And we'll holler at y'all in a couple weeks. Bye.